Yo, what's good, family? It's your boy Nico. We is back with another episode of What's New 99. Oh, I love this show so much because, you know, we just come together and we just talk about it. We might have you on the show. We might have them on the show. We might have her on the show. But most importantly, I got my main man, Zell Mate, on the show today. We're going to break down Cat Williams. How you doing today, Zell Mate? I am blessed. You know, I'm a little chilly up here in the mountains. But you know how we do. We looking cute. We looking clean. And yeah, we course. looking sexy. And we got, you know, we got to talk about You got a joke. Man, we going to get in the cancel culture. So let's get it. Let's get to it today, man. Zell, man, how you doing on this here day? You good, brother? I am blessed. I am highly favored. And we're here to do what we do, what we do best. Most yeah. importantly, you're not canceled. So there's, there's not that. Yet. As, of now, as of today's, not, as of, as of coming right now, Zell May is not canceled. Um, that, may, that may change by the time you hear this. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, Man, so so this is the topic. This is how important this is. It's actually uh, we, we might go a couple of different ways. I just want y'all to hang on, hold our hands, take my hand, and just let's let just walk with me for a second. Just walk with me, and we're gonna take y'all down a long winding path that it is to cover something that Cat Williams said. So for those that don't know, Cat Williams he appeared on uh he appeared on Joe Budden's podcast with um who are Joe Budden's new people because they're not Maul and the other guy. It's Ish and Ice. Shout out to Ish. Shout out to his his new people. They came in. I think they got a booster seat just high enough, just like Maul had. So they they got the, he got a situation together and they got Cat Williams on there. And honestly, Joe Budden, this is the most I've this is the most respect I've seen him show someone. Um and like the last couple of months he's been a very um in a sense uh, not very sensitive guy lately. Um, so with that being said, he 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 showed a lot of love for Cat Williams. He he enjoys how because he says he's a he's a rebel. People always are quick to call him a contrarian, and 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 he asked a lot of questions to Cat Williams because he believes that Cat Williams feels like he's a contrarian too. And I think I think Cat Williams put a lot of fat on his head. But one of the questions that was asked, he was asked about cancel culture and. What stuck out to me was that Cat Williams would say, you know, there's a lot of words that you can't say no more. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that that you can't say anymore. And in this in this in this career or this line of work, there has to there's an out of bounds area. There has to be an out of bounds. But the thing is, he said, if you can't do your job within bounds and, and you know, if you can't do that, then you need to find something else to do. If you can't do your job without staying in bounds, then I'm sorry, man. Uh, what a crazy world we live in. Like, you can't, you can you literally can't say anything at all. That's where I'm at. Like, we have places like, we have shows like Family Guy. They can't say what they want to say anymore. They're 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 blatantly metagaming and, and talking to the audience saying after a gay joke, they'll say, hey, we're working on it. We're working on it. You know, like 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 even they're trying to figure out a way. How can we still be family guy? And I just think so much about when there was a when when 
when laughter and laughing at one another was the best medicine. That's what they say, right? And that that part of it stuck out to me. Now, let, don't get me wrong. There's other elements to this interview, like you was talking about being your own boss and not just picking up any any script. He, I think one of the one of the more profound things he said was, "Yes, if you can make uh, five million dollars in three days." Joe Budden was quick to saying, "Yeah, I'd I jump on that real quick." But he says, "Yeah, you might make." five, six, seven million dollars in three days doing this script. But what does that do for your legacy? He also talked a little bit about, you know, as we know, being a pimp in this in this day and age, being a pimp, trying to be funny. That's not going to roll. That's not going. That doesn't ride the way that it would ride back in the day. You will be canceled. And he said, you know what? They want me to be a pimp in a role again. I can't do that because I did. I did it the best that I could at that time. You're not going to get the same pimp out of me. So he just said a lot of different things, but most importantly, and, I, and we can start, we can start the cancel culture part of it. And I know that you just be chopping at the bit when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, uh, Dr. Sam, what's his name? Samuel, what's his name? That's, that's your boy. When it comes to keeping it real, <laughs> you might, you might have a poster in your room instead of LeBron Duncan when you was 11, it was still Samuel, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, no, man, man, get in this man. Um, uh, you know, we just got done laughing and giggling and stuff, but I feel like, uh, this is more of a serious kind of topic, but we're going to find ways to laugh and joke about it. That's what we do. We're going to find stuff to laugh at, but let's let's get into it because this has a lot to do with our society and where it's going and where it's going as a whole. Uh, art is laughter dead. Well, let's go. Let's, what, you, what you got? What's your response? Uh, and definitely want y'all to go back and watch the uh, interview. It's, it's 23 minutes or so. Go back and watch it and then come back Come back to the comments. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, comment on, on this video. Do all that stuff. Follow right Google there. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor. All that. Make sure y'all, that's where we at. So you can listen to us while you at work, working from home, or while you're writing your jokes. Go ahead and listen to us. Or you can sit there and watch us if you got a little bit of time. Thank you very much. So, mate, what's happening? Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Well, what has been about to be chopping at the bit for about 48 hours, man. Let's go. All right. All right. Let me shock the world right now. I learned a lesson a long time ago. A lesson that I learned was from my grandpa watching D-Generation X. DX? Yes. From WWE. Yes. And Triple H said something that my grandpa told me to forever learn. Either... And then he was in DX. He said in DX. Most people ain't gonna remember this, but he went and made a group based on what he said. The group was called Evolution. He told everybody in WWE to evolve or be left behind. Mm. And so I looked at it today. I've been going through my mind, going through it, going for about for months now, actually. I listen to what Cat Williams said. I listen to what other people say. I, I listen to the arguments for. I listen to the arguments against. My boy, my boy Larry Gino, a kid. My boy Larry, he out here telling people that it's about accountability. It's about holding people to stuff, people, mental health, things like that. And sometimes it's not funny to. It's not fun to be laughed at because everybody laughed at the fat guy or the fat guy was supposed to be funny that's how he got accepted and things like that so i heard that then i hear the side about freedom of speech being able to express yourself being able to laugh on your own and i do come to like i always do somewhere in the middle where if you can't evolve your comedy which cat williams said and adapt around the boundaries of life how will you succeed why because comedy is based around money everything entertainment is based around money if we said whatever we wanted so youtube might not completely get rid of us but again they will put a boundary on us and lower our pay so a lot of stuff we don't say yeah. so so again 
But why? Because most people let's go into business. 18 to 24 year old market is the biggest market. Why? Because those people grow into the adults at 24 to 32. If I keep them at 18 and they still be with me at 24, 32, I don't have to market to them. And then I can focus on the next 18 to 24 year old market. Mm-hmm. And then if I keep it up, my business will thrive. If you don't mm. think like that, your business will fail. So, Cat Williams is basically saying if you can't play the rules and these new kids got their own thoughts and their own ideas, do we really want to be that person who says, and I want Joe to respond, Unico to respond to this, do I want to yeah. be that person that says, back in my day, we did it like this? It's it's so hard because it's it's so many different arenas where you say back in my day, like thinking about basketball back in my day, boy, they used to tackle you on the way down. A progressive form of thought is no, you can't. That's not basketball. That's not basketball. Um, But then you think about it in a different way. You like, you know, uh, our our light skin folks out there. Back in our day, we didn't get no lip from them. Now they're talking all back to us and 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 doing all the dances and whatnot. Got the kids doing it too. What what has our country come to? And we just dealt with four years of what it's like to be back in my day. It just like it wasn't it wasn't like that, but it's the fact that we had to see it and it was uncomfortable because it was like. Y'all really wanted to be like that, like like it was back in the day. So we like we cancel bad things. Um, I, I I feel like you know, like LeBron's no less tough because he didn't get hacked every time he went to the basket by the Detroit Pistons. Um, but also opening up the fact that like you can be a cerebral player and just play the game in in bounds with the rules. That's cool. And also saying that hey, maybe black people aren't so bad. That's evolving, you know what I'm saying? And like, like I said, we just saw a whole bunch of people that just, just wanted to take it back. And I, I think that's a bad back in my day kind of thing. So I, I don't, but I don't know where that's leading us. Is it leading us in a sense, in some points to a, a softer society in a lot of different ways, man? Like, I am worried about that. And actually they're doing a call back to a back in my day. We used to shoot all the time. And now the kids are kind of being like back up. Oh, that's what y'all used to do. And they're kind of bringing that back. So it's like, it's, we don't like it though. We don't like the shooting. We don't like people shooting each other. Um, I, I, it's, it's tough for me. Like there are some things that can be, that need to be left behind. And there's some things that you just kind of got to like, I don't know. I guess the, does it break it down? Like, let's talk about jokes for a second. Are we just better off not laughing at stuff like like like, okay, just throwing out to maybe overweight people. Let's let's be done talking about them. And just from now on, like. We'll have to find a new humor. Who decided that it was funny to be fat in the first place? Who, you know, because at some point being fat was was you, you were that meant that you were wealthy and you were respected if you was big. But now it's. Not, but then it's like body shaming now, and uh, it's I don't. It's hard to navigate in today's world, but you have zero problem doing that. Can you tell us why? Okay, let's let's go through the scenario of 
being overweight and making a joke about it. People compared to other things. I seen this is where it goes too far. This is let's just because we don't we don't we don't consider we go to extremes because everybody want to go to the extreme, right? Whether no matter what side you're on, you have to think like this idea or you're against everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go into something else that I'm going to talk about after this. And I'm going to let you respond to what I'm finna say, but mm. okay. I tell you, I tell a fat joke. If I'm a comedian, you come to a show to get joked on. You expect it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But let's look at it how the world went. In the 90s, you just had that. You just had MySpace. All of a sudden, you got Facebook. You got Twitter. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, that fat joke started to come home with you. Look, kid, me, if anybody ever been, you know how look kids is. Look, kid don't have no filter. And they still mm-hmm. don't. You can't cancel yeah. a little five year a little ten year old on in it. They don't even get canceled. But they go they Funny go on they bus. Ever heard was on a middle school uh, school bus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the kids are mean. It ain't even like going to a comedy show and getting called fat. Those people take that trauma, especially the new internet culture. And the kid keep calling them fat in their inboxes. They can't follow their friends mm-hmm. at school because someone making a joke about them. So now they're carrying that trauma home. And it's continuing. Now, whenever I hear a fat joke, I'm triggered. And just imagine a whole society of people that grew up like that. See, me and, J- me and Unico is older. So if somebody make a joke, it's on the playground. We go home. We play the game. We can't really talk to each other. It don't matter. I hit you. Blah, blah, blah. My grandpa told me something JoJo Brown said in that interview with Kwame. I dis- By the way, I disagree with some stuff JoJo Brown said. I agree with some of it. That's how I am with everybody. Kevin Samuel, Dr. Umar, whatever. Everybody got a little truth and even if, in their scandals or their lies or their manipulation. But JoJo Brown said something my grandpa said. He told me when I was little, if you have a bully, even if he whoop you every day, punch him in the nose. Why? It's going to make his eyes tear up and he's going to hurt. I don't care how strong you, weak you are. If you punch him in the nose every day, sooner or later, that bully going to get tired of getting punched in the nose. <laughs> sooner or later, you're going to be like, you know what? I'll whoop him every day. But I don't want to get punched in the nose today. That's how we were raised, though. But imagine being, if you say something to me on the internet, you can go in the comments right now and say something crazy to me. I'm like, who is this loser? <laughs> yeah but most kids they that's all they know they only know the internet they don't go outside they don't handle situation all they feel is the hate from the internet because i can go from hate to go outside and see mm-hmm. something a lot of people nowadays younger people or anybody can see people hate on the internet and just see a white person be like when are they racist i'm like if they nice to me i know they cool if they ain't yeah what is it f them <laughs> you know what i mean but that's what society is. So, and people are scared of change, and that's what I'm going to go to now. But I want to hear your thoughts before I go into what people are scared of change and the fear of change. No, I mean it's it's it's. I mean, I'm right there. Like, but but do you feel bad for the person that has to punch the guy in the nose every day? Like, you have to figure out how do you feel about that person. How do how do you feel about that person? Like. Man, I hate the fact that he probably don't want to punch nobody in the nose. Maybe that's not the type of person he wants to be. But hey. in order to defend himself, in order to give himself a better, um, a, a better opportunity in life for a better day, he's still got to keep. He's got to punch this guy in the nose. 
So some people would be like, man, shout out to your resiliency for, for having to do something that you don't want to do in order to stop something from happening that you don't want to happen anymore. Shout out to you for doing that. But we feel so bad for you that you even had to go through that. And you get stuck on these two levels of empathy. But at the same time, but at the same time, people don't praise them enough for realizing that their resiliency don't come in handy in the real world. Because I don't care if they're young or not. People don't care about you. I don't care what they say on the internet, how much they protect you. Once you leave them, dog, they care about you could be having the worst day. You work at McDonald's, you having the worst day, they going to cuss you out. They don't care mm-hmm. what you had that day. They don't care what happened to your family. They don't care what your friend said. You getting my food. These same people in there to defend you? Oh, I don't care today. I'm real life. I got to go to work in a minute. You late on my mm-hmm. food. I don't care about your feelings. Guess what? That kid that punched him in the nose every day, like, I know how to deal with it. The person that don't. I I like I like I like I like how that analogy is coming back around because I I I'll say this I'll say this and let you go ahead and hit on your next point. Um, I thought that I was smart because I I thought I was I was smart because I was just supposed to know the answer to like stuff that I do in in books and stuff and I can read and do all that stuff. I thought that's all my intelligence was supposed to be for. Then I go to that lunchroom. And these people are using their intelligence or maybe even little intelligence to come up with very clever things to make to to make it, you know, to, to be funny about me. So then I was like, wait, I can use my intelligence to put together clever stuff in order for it to be a joke. Boom. A couple of stand up comedy shows later, you know, a couple of a couple of cats crying in the hallway because of me. It, it unlocked it unlocked who I was. And then like the real me, I wanted, I preferred to sit at the crib and play Dreamcast. You know, I, I preferred to sit at the crib and play Yu-Gi-Oh! and figure out different ways that I could set my deck up. But it, I grew because I had to punch somebody in the nose. <laughs> and now I am the beautiful personality that you see today because I could be just some introverted kid just sitting back and nothing against introverted people. This is not the episode about you. I'm not talking about y'all, but I'm saying I could be an introverted person with zero personality, but I had to punch somebody in the nose and it turned into me being a confident person I am today because I learned to I learned to believe in myself. I, I learned that it doesn't matter what people say. As long as how I feel about myself is what matters, I'm good. And it's not about what other people say about me. You know, what they say is not what they call you. It's what you answer to. And 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 they're taking away, in a sense, it feels like, because I think I'm starting to lean more towards you, but they're taking away that, that, that opportunity for people to grow and be better than they were because you've got to go through something. you got to go through it to get to it is what I've always been told. So uh, I'm not, off, off of the first segment of this, I'm already starting to lean towards what you're saying. I'm feeling what you're saying. We need I'm, adversity. <laughs> we I'm need in, adversity. Like I said, I'm in the middle, though. At the same time, I'm saying society p- make rules that you have to play with regardless. Oh, sometimes, by the way, you don't even have to play with the rules. You will get a whole audience of people that don't want to play with the rules. You, by the way, Donald Trump, the only person I've seen get canceled off the internet. You can name everybody else. They either in jail, which they should have been for doing a crime, or they just left the internet on their own. Donald Trump got kicked off the internet. Other than that, who counts? I heard conservatives. My voice getting stopped. Bro, I see you say the same thing every day and you go on here and say <laughs> your point. 
I see you on Fox News. I see you on 14 <laughs> different conservative sites. They try to take my voice away. Bro, I see you every day. I Who can't tell you I just heard you. No, I'm, I see you every day. <laughs> and they, they, I wish sometimes I'm starting to wish they blacklist your Twitter. <laughs> Shadow ban him. Like, I don't want to see him. I don't even like nothing he said. Why do you keep showing me? Right. <laughs> but so you obviously not being silenced. You obviously paying for promotion. So, but at the same time, but we all feel this need to feel like we are victims somehow. And, and it's mostly because the world is changing. Which he's, which Cat Williams talked about, which is gonna get on my next point. A lot of old school style thinking people are afraid that the world changes. They don't know where they fit in. Like I said, they voice ain't getting counsel for real, but they have a fear that it is. Oh, they finna stop telling me I can't do something. They ain't. But you don't but you don't have that same. If we spoke like we did right in the 90s, we felt like we were powerful, right? I can I can go on Call of Duty and Halo back day and we can talk crazy to each other. You felt you're like, oh, they're taking that, but they're taking that power away from me. Now you just ain't as powerful as you were, and it's even with people that might not be more sensitive than you when they used to have to just take it. You see what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. let's just say you couldn't trash talk. Like Joe said he learned how to trash talk. I could trash talk. Playing spades out there in the car, we just that's all we do. But then but it's a dude in school. Everybody know them dude. You clown on them, they have nothing to say. They ain't clever enough. But they had to just take it. But now they got a little even in coming. Society's going toward them. More people are introverted. And so now you got this situation where everyone, now you got this playing field because now the rabbits got the gun in LeBron's words and Jay Crowder's words. And <laughs> what no, you going to no, do no. when the rabbit got the gun? Cat Williams for it. And ultimately, let's be honest. Uh... A lot of people offended they can't do what they used to do because again they are not the majority they are not the most powerful they were thinking is it the most po popular like it used to be and society changes society is meant to change that's what it's do that's how society do is it good is it bad i have no clue we'll find out in 10 years 20 years <laughs> but guess what you know, your I, parents said I'm about you your parents bro presidents used to shoot each other william taft go look it up they used to fire guns at each other. Guess what? Even in the 50s and 60s after JFK passed away, guess what? Shooting each other wasn't fun no more. No, we can't do that. And you would have thought it was crazy too, but your parents like, that's how we did it. World was changing again. <laughs> so now it's changing again. And you're scared. Why? Because a lot of you, let's be honest, a lot of you are homophobic. A lot of you are. And a lot of you are afraid of women taking over the power. This masculinity argument. We talked about what to be a man. Be a man. Like I said, if you upset about something, that would be a man to me is that episode we did a few weeks ago. All the other junk, all this other ideas of what to be a man is just made up stuff somebody told you. Because society told you that what it was at that time. And a lot of this is a lot of y'all scared that women have the ability to make money without you. You're broke. You're poor. I, like I said, I got an ego that I can't, if I ain't got a job, I can't take a, I can't go to eat with a woman. It's still an ego. You got it too. That's the problem. All of a sudden, now you got an ego. They making more money than me. I got a problem. You remember Martin had an episode in the 90s? Yeah, Gina, Gina yeah. got that raise. Yeah, and Martin had a problem with it. You see how he acted? Now, Martin, when I said, I got to go make me some more money, a lot of y'all 
don't look like y'all can. So now you got problem with women doing what women do. Yo, woman got an OnlyFans. You don't want a woman with an OnlyFans? You don't have to talk to her. It's simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. simple. It's easy. Don't talk to the woman with the OnlyFans. You don't have to come in. You know what kind of weirdo it takes to come in every day that you got an OnlyFans, you unqualified to talk. Why do you, why are you talking to her? So, and <laughs> going about your business. What I, and then I'm going to say something too. Let me, let me go offensive before I tell you the last thing I'm going to say and let you respond. A lot of y'all old black dude that keep saying Zaddy when y'all see Kwame talk. Kwame is rich and got his own stuff. A lot of y'all work for the same white man Stephen A. worked for, and y'all making fun of him. <laughs> you work for Zaddy too, dog. And I see y'all. I see y'all on Facebook. I see you on Twitter and Facebook. I see you at your job too. Hmm. You like, yes, sir, mister. Mr. Mr. I ain't gonna say no name because y'all gonna know who I'm talking about. But yes, sir, mister. I got it. I got it all. Do you want me to do something else? But Stephen A. worked for Zaddy. <laughs> Stephen A. worked for you never gonna catch me in that conversation because they had they asked me one time they said do you trust me and I said no. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? A lot of y'all like y'all be like yes sir no. Mister so and so I'm like oh you talking about Zaddy you work for Zaddy too you laughing real hard for working for Zaddy too. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you laughing real Kwame can say that Judge O'Brien ain't got no filter he don't lose nothing you work for Zaddy too you're putting the YouTube comments with another name. I'm not dissing nobody I'm just telling the truth. A lot of y'all. And by the way, if we in the last point before I let you talk, a lot of y'all old black older black men, y'all want to be white. I'm gonna let you sleep. Okay, so here, here's here's the see you gonna drop it off on me like that, but that's all right. I'm good for the past. So, so this is where I want to go about things changing. So let's talk about Master P came on, uh, I believe on on uh, Club Shay Shay. And he was talking about, you know, we all know that Master P was the first rapper, drug dealer, NBA player of all time. We love it. We love it. it that's, the, that's the dream. That's the trifecta. But he was talking about his NBA career. And he said this. He said, you know, I came into a locker room and they just, it's a tradition. You know, they, they got to treat the rookie, you know, a certain, a certain kind of way. It's tradition. And it was almost like a jail mentality. And the way they was treating folk, you know, they treated an NBA locker room where all the black people, all these black, because we know what the what the NBA is, it's, it's majority black. So they just all these cats that some never been to jail, some never been to jail, but they treated it like a like a prison mentality. Carry the bags, man, rookie. Master P said, I'm a platinum selling artist. Y'all not about to be telling me to do nothing i'm not carrying nobody bags and they even had one of the enforcers come through like no nah, you gonna do that master p said no nah, i'm from nolan's you not about to do that and i'm a, i got more money than you and you get that stuff that they do that rights of passage stuff that's 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 done you you can't treat no ricky now they do stuff in good fun but that remember hazing that's what they call that kind of stuff hazing you can't do that in this day and age. You will have a lawsuit. It will be on camera, whatever you did. You can't do stuff like that. So and, and did, did you did you really need to treat me badly to accept me? Is that what needs to, needed to happen? And let me go ahead and segue into this, this point here, and I'm going to let you go. Police and how they act. 
people that people that come into a situation being a police officer, a lot of them was like, if I'm a police officer, I have absolute power. I can do whatever I want to. Anybody, anybody is going to be subservient to what I say. That's what it's going to be. That's how police. That's how police thought. You know what I'm saying? That's how. And and, and some of them still had that same rule of thought. A rule of thought. Because think about these people that are making these choices and getting in trouble now. What are they? Forty years old, something like that. Derek Chauvin was in his forties. You know, we think about a lot of these people. They're thinking about, well, back in the day, we used to be able to do whatever we wanted to the black people and nothing would happen. And they still try those same things. We all know there was a false police report. The police report was like, oh, he was struggling, blah, blah, blah. He did this, that, and the third. The video came out. You know, it turns out that whole thing was a lie. So even in policing, things are changing. I'm starting to, I'm, I'm starting to think at this point, which this is a good reason for evolution. Don't become a police officer just because you want to run things the way they used to do things in the 40s and 50s and stuff. No, that you want to be a police officer because you want to make the world a better place. That's what is a, what a police officer, a peace officer is supposed to do because they're peace officers before they're police officers. And that's something that 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 I'm happy for that kind of change. And if one day we look up and we happen to see a whole bunch of social workers that are police officers that just are know how to defend themselves, if, if it, but, but they have the judgment. The judgment, not just some Joe Smo off the street that has six months of training and now they automatically know the law and can can enforce it. No, a whole bunch of people that are empathetic and actually want to make our country a better place. So I'm liking it on those. Kids. So those are the changes in society that I'm enjoying us moving away from. Back in my day in the NBA, they used to haze us and make us do stuff. No, I'm a human being. I'm here to work. <laughs> I'm here to go. I'm here to work. They, they expect 23 points out of me. I need to work on doing that. I don't need to work on getting you coffee and getting the whole team this, that, and the third, trying to build camaraderie. Understand you're a professional basketball player. You're contracted by that team. You're a contractor. That, that means that everybody else on that team, you're not obligated to them. You're contracted. You're a contractor. So um, that's what I got to say to bounce off of that subject is, is that there's some things that are moving along because damn it, I got I have a child. Who do what do I look like going into an NBA locker room and somebody treat me like I'm a child or treat me like I'm less than? So there are some parts of society that I'm glad they're getting rid of. And and some of that stuff we think about it now, it's unnecessary. I we think about Kwame Brown. If he came into the league now, I think he'd be a lot better because he's going into a non-toxic culture. <laughs> that was pretty toxic in 2098-99. That was toxic. So uh, you got people like Michael Jordan, and now you have people like LeBron James that's that's here to nurture you and do things like that and not try and berate you and all that stuff. Now, I know they was bullying Mario Chalmers for a second, but overall, I'm happy about those kind of changes in society and moving forward. Go ahead with your next point. Yeah, back to what Unico just said. It's an idea. Even police, police, if y'all ain't noticed yet, mm -hmm. they have the same story every time. <laughs> it's, it's no every argument. I'm sorry, white people. Y'all wild. Y'all wild. Every story y'all say, y'all got the same game plan since 1990. Since I was little, y'all been saying the same thing. Stop resisting, bro. If you didn't resist, I'm like, bro. How do you even know he resisted? Nobody knows. That's what they told you, and it's always the same thing. Uh, yeah, he uh, he was a big dude. I struggled with him. So shut. Okay, then you go into other situations. Black people talk about let's let's try to lower police violence. What about Chicago? 
I done made shows about Chicago. Don't ask me that. I done did that. We done. Joe do a stop the violence campaign every year. So you talking to the wrong show. <laughs> what you mean? You gonna talk about Chicago? I do, I probably did that more than I talk about Joe. But you know, Joe done, Joe has a whole campaign for it. So, <laughs> so I don't know what you want to. Do. What what you telling us for? Uh, so we we took our R in. So can you stop pulling? Uh, 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 it's the same stories, bro. This white woman, this black man harassed me. That's why. Also, that's why I don't that believe all women campaign. I'm sorry. I'm never gonna be for that. Uh, woo, and that's gonna be tough. But I gotta tell the truth. Let, oh, let's go over. Hey, I am a black man, and history has shown me in this country <laughs> that you should not believe all women as a black man. Now, am I gonna say you're a liar? No, I don't. And I don't know y'all situation, but. Emmett Till. How did that start, Joe? Uh, uh, Emmett Till was accused of looking at a white woman. Yes, and she accused him. And she <laughs> went on her deathbed. She said, I, I just lied about it because I was scared. Okay. A hundred years ago this year, Joe, in 1921, Tulsa, Oklahoma, a, a black massacre. Oh, no, it was a it was a few weeks ago. Oh, oh a couple May, weeks ago. It was May twenty first, I think. Yeah. May twenty first. Yeah, 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 yeah. A massacre. How did that start, Joe? Uh they said people they said black people making money and thriving. That's not even true, Joe. That's that's what the reason was, but we talking about why. <laughs> they said a bell hop in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's the white woman. So they didn't know who the black man was, so they just said we're gonna murder all the black men in that area. A whole city. Yeah, Joe. In 1892, Unico. What if you're a Bible person? If you believe in Socrates, it's a similar saying. It says those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. That's why I always say, "Yo, I'm out of any situation because I don't know none of these people." If it looks fishy, I might say it looks fishy, but I'm never gonna say a woman is a liar because I don't want I know situations happen. And I'm never gonna say the dude accused a man. I did that when the Duke situation with the with the girl in Duke. When she lied on Yeah, she admitted she lied. By the way, in Texas, I think in 1999, the man spent 30 years in jail. His daughter got mad. She didn't hit him by him a toy, accused him of a certain situation said she got scared because it makes sense. Okay, I got my dad in trouble. If I admit it, I'm gonna be in trouble. Her dad spent 32 years in jail because he didn't buy a tour because she wanted to say, Oh, he, these are just situations. These are, by the way, are I understand these are far and few in between, but they happen. And because they're far and few between, I will never call a woman a liar at the same time. I refuse to do that. So I can go again in each one of these situations. If you notice, I find a medium. And be like, okay, I understand this, but also this. Wilmingham, New Jersey, 1892, Joe. What happened? In 1892 in New Jersey? Joe don't even know about this. Most people don't know about this history of America. <laughs> America got a lot of history. Same thing happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The only New, the only New Jersey uh, um, history that I know is, is that uh, Chief Keith was going to blow it up. So if you so if you, if you got something better than that, let me know. I just, like I said, same thing happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> happened again. Now, I'm giving you these scenarios to tell you that as a black man, history tells me that's not good for me to just randomly just say that because I know how it negatively affects specifically people that look like me. Yeah. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I know 
I have also seen when people didn't believe somebody when something really did happen again. So I will never call someone a liar again. Most of the times I will stay out of those situations until something is proven. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. Most of the time I will even stay out even if it's proven because we haven't. It's hard to prove those situations. So. Yeah. And plus, I don't know people again. If that gets me counseled for telling the truth, I'm going to always say the truth. I'm not afraid of the truth. But at the same time, like I said, I know those are far in between. So, and people get did do something, they got off with it, and those people should be in jail. But those situations, real life is hard. <laughs> and, and that's why I think that 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 Kwame Brown is important in this time because we can't allow ourselves to to just ignore the truth. We can't, we can't. We can't get that comfortable. Like everything's gonna be honky dory. Everything's gonna be cool because we're in a culture now where you can't say that to me, or you'll get in trouble. You can't say that to me, or this, that, and the third. Like, like you can't do that anymore. And I think it's good that Kwame's saying some stuff that makes sense. He's like, man, but forget the basketball. Let's talk about the real. And I like some of the things that he says. I'm glad he's coming out here and he's making it more acceptable for us to talk because everybody has a truth, you know. And when you got a truth. If somebody don't agree with you, you know the first thing they do? They, they call you crazy, don't they? He's crazy. He's unfit to be in this society. And I tell I tell my sisters this all the time. Uh, you know, not my, not my blood sisters, just sisters in general. I say this. As, as, as a person with my skin and the gender that I am, I, I wake up every day and there it is a challenge. I don't know what the challenge is. That's the that's the crazy part because I don't know who I'm going to run into who already has an adverse uh, uh, adverse uh, uh, view of what they see when they see me because when they see me or somebody looks like me, they you know they see everybody else that looks like me, and they draw their own conclusions and stuff based off of that. And then the thing that I hate the most is is is, is that I don't want I don't want you my my sister my queen. I don't need you to go against me either. I don't need that. That's even worse. So, because at the end of you ask yourself, what do black men really have? What do we have? Who are who are the allies of black men? You know, you start thinking about stuff like that, and and th that's why in some parts there's things that we do need to cancel. There are things that we do need to cancel. I think we do need to cancel uh, 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 pulling each other down as black men, as black people. We need to stop pulling each other down as people. Period. But. You gotta start somewhere. If we're gonna start, let's start with black black men. Let's start there. Let's go society. Let's go society. Let's start with black men. Like and like you said, like, like I always tell, this is something we've we been the easiest target, so we ought to be the easiest to you know fix up, right? We ought to be the easiest ones for for y'all to give us give us that chance. Like let's, like, because like everybody my enemy. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. First off, I agree with you with Kwame. I like Kwame standing up for himself. I like him speaking his truth. I believe everything Kwame say. No, some of that stuff is okay. Okay, all right. Sometimes you contradict yourself. Judge O'Brien said a bunch of stuff. I agree with too. Some of it I don't. Some of it come from, again, you can't dominate women anymore. So then they went in that gossipy situation. I told Joe, I don't really like that gossipy stuff. I don't care who a woman slept with if she sleep with a lot of men. Okay. I ain't gonna date her, so it ain't my problem. People do what they want to do. Sleep your way to the top. However you get there, you got the uh, men do shady stuff to get to the top too. Everybody does it. Other situation. Black women have said hate black men. Black men hate black men. A lot of people hate black men. Okay, I gotta be my own friend. I decided that a long time ago. 
And the people that rock me, rock me. That's how I've been living my whole life. Okay. I'm a, my mama told me when I'm being age be way better than everybody else and you won't have a problem because guess what? People going to need you. So, <laughs> and when people need you, even if they don't like you, they need you. So that makes you, that makes you an asset. That makes you value. What I say in my video, Joe, it create value. People talk about the goat get like what it say. Somebody disagree with Kwame, bro. Let's go over something. Even though, like I said, I agree with a lot of Kwame said, but let's talk about something. The go along, get along game. Those people created a value. They created a friendship. They created a click. You might not be a part of that click, but they create their own click. And it might not, and y'all keep like LeBron ain't bowing down to white men. I don't know nobody that white men hate more than LeBron. If you go on Twitter, <laughs> LeBron might be the most hated black man by white men I've ever seen in my life. His whole tweet section is white men dissing him every day. You been that Joe? If this, if this man says says good morning on Twitter. <laughs> Love fraud, first ring, carry by like what? Yo, white <laughs> man hate LeBron more than anybody, so I don't know what he he ain't working for Zaddy. I don't know who, but he created his own click. You might not be a part of click. I hate clicks. But hey, you talking about protect black men, they create their own click. That's what happens sometimes. Guess what? LeBron is so valuable to everybody because he created a value. Then guess what? He get away with stuff that other people don't. Lou Williams get Find and suspend it. Guess who won't? Luca won't. LeBron won't. Steph won't. They that was them. different. It was different at a different time. But at the same time, people compare it, and I'm like, that's different though. But at the same time, it, even if they don't, that was the evolution of, of coronavirus. We didn't know what the hell it was. You can't just leave a Florida bubble. You go out there and go pick you up some. But some that's some the argument I was just hearing. Yeah. I know it's way different, but I, people gonna do I, it. I, I, I'm with you. No, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest saying. with you. If LeBron left and it was a playoff time, they wouldn't suspend LeBron. Let's let's not pretend like they would. <laughs> let's pretend like that's let's not pretend like they would. Nope, that he gonna take some tests. Oh, LeBron, good. He was around with a bunch of people. They was all six feet apart. He was in the car. It was all right. That's how they're going to do We know how they're going to do But again, who's more important to the league? LeBron or Lou Williams? Unfortunately, that's how life works. See, you're making me uncomfortable now because I don't like your truth. See, you don't like the, the truth. You're, you're not trying to. I, I, I need that in my back pocket in case that were to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, some people get away with it. You create value, you get away with more. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry. They would never blame yeah. LeBron. They would never yeah. blame Michael Jordan, and they would just blame Kwame Brown because Michael Jordan owned the Wizards. That's why I hate about that argument between Eton Moore and all them. Shout out to y'all. Y'all telling the truth. It is the truth. But guess who, Joe? Who owned the Wizards? Michael Jordan. You think the coach who is paid by Michael Jordan is gonna blame Michael Jordan for anything? It's unfair. But again, it goes back to the point, Joe. What's the first point of the show? Not even evolution. evolution. Working within the confines of the rules that are set. You know they wouldn't blame Michael Jordan. Unfortunately, you have to bear the brunt of it. Unfortunately, it probably hampered your career. That's honest. That's the truth. That's your truth. But that's how life is. Even in weird situations, I feel like Joel Embiid in talking sports hampered Ben Simmons' career because Ben Simmons didn't have to score. If Ben Simmons had to score, he would be like Giannis at 24. Well, he still, Giannis wasn't MVP to like 25, but 
he would be a lot better because he had to. People had if they, when you put people in bad situations and they get out of it, they usually get praised for it more than others. Unfortunately, the best basketball player to ever live probably got kicked out of school for doing something stupid. Yep, and that's how life works. <laughs> Unfortunately, because I know a lot of people that can hoop. I'm talking about hoop, hoop, hoop better than a lot of them D1 stars I've seen play in real life. But they on the side of the street couldn't get on the court because they doing stupid stuff. Or they from the hood and the environment they in ruined them. But that's the same thing with Kwame though. Environment he in hurt him. That's the truth. My cousin Dante in the same situation. He's changed school. Environment around him hurt him. Guess what? At the end of the day, nobody going to call you the greatest. That never did it except for the kid from Oklahoma. But he got hustled by that man in Hattiesburg, but that's different. But unfortunately, that's unfortunately it's uncomfortable. I made this whole podcast uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's because it's, it's, it's true. It's, no, we're things are changing, and they're like, we're like, woo! Finally, a police officer got indicted for this. Like, no, nah, this this stuff been happening. They've been getting indicted for stuff. They just been getting away with it. Or yeah. they've been pushing the cases, making the cases four years long and paying them the whole time. And the, the media forgets about it. And then, you know, they just one day just be like, hey, man, free to go. You know, just like it's, it's get, go along, get along. You know, uh, chief of police. Remember that one time I didn't say nothing about that one time you was talking to that girl, that uh, the receptionist. When you when I caught you in the closet with her. So what you gonna do to get me out of this? The fact that I choked this black man. You got value. We got a lot of things going for us. It's the evolution. No, that's I think that's my favorite part of of of, of what you said tonight was evolution and and the fact that we're just it's it's time to embrace it and and change is uncomfortable. It just really is. It really is. Man, change is uncomfortable. I don't think you have to embrace it. I think you have to modify. Modify. You have to work. I like that. Modify. Now, some of this stuff I don't agree with. First off, like you said about black women dissing black men every day. And I always go black men dissing black women every day. That culture has to change. It's, it, that's a kind of a new habit. I ain't my grandparents. Your grandma was an amazing woman who dealt with a dude she shouldn't have to deal with. Oh, well. <laughs> See, that, those are the stories that people don't tell. Yeah, your, yeah but at the same time, you're going to go the complete opposite. You're going to say, I hate black men. And then you're going to go fake love to this woman that in real life you're talking about behind the back. I see y'all, bro. I know what this is. Y'all show fake love to each other. Like, oh, my God. I love women. And then you go t- tell all your friends that they whatever and start gossiping about them. Ah, fake love. Personally, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather all hate me than talk about me behind my back. But I'd rather be on my side than. <laughs> I'd rather you show me, tell me you hate me every day so I know what's up. Like I said, I'd rather be in Mississippi with the races than in, in somewhere else with the races because they know they mm-hmm. show, they tell me they don't like me. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. You still there, I still here. Instead of them running up in, in my apartment complex trying to stab people. Yeah, I mean, because because we, cause we talk about it. Look, at, these are interesting because they're, in a sense, two sides of the same coin. Indiana and Mississippi, they just. They just play by different rules, but the rule, but like at the end of the day, the game is the same. <laughs> so, like, you know, uh, white folk, they think how they think about black people. And, you know, they're like, who do we think we are? Because they give us a, a little bit more room. I, I, I feel like um, 
to be to be who we are you know what i'm saying we, we get more room but at the end of the day like you can't you can't mess up or it's over see we gave you a chance we gave you black self a chance but in mississippi it's like you know it's it's a little bit more straight up like hey man we really ain't trying to fool with you <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna be real and the one that's cool that's cool with us facts and the so, one that ain't don't hang around they know not to come to them we by the way mississippi so segregated Okay, wow, but I wish you wouldn't like that all the time because, but hey, you raised how you raised. And by the way, I mean, we, we, we look, um, my bad, I was just gonna mm -hmm. say, we 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 had in Texas, and that's the most like head on race, racial tension of all time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, too many rich black people and it's too many rich white people, it's just like this clash. <laughs> like, well, we're moving to a city, so it's a city you ain't going, you ain't going over there to the west side of Texas, you good. A lot of black people live in Houston. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, man. I got a cousin in Shreveport right now. <laughs> Look, I got a cousin in Port Lucci. <laughs> but yeah, man, these conversations need to be had. Council culture, what is it? Is it, yeah. is it good, bad? I don't think, I think everything's great. I think we all try to make things good or bad. Yeah. Like people say was, people say was Trump good or bad? I think Trump was the last hope of a lot of a group of people and they realized that it's dying that back in the day stuff and he was like because what was his slogan joe uh, make america great again yes that was again back in my day again. <laughs> so you yeah. see that he dominated 55 and older 100 <laughs> and people like him because they like it. they like that they like the fact Bruh, most let me be honest. Most y'all don't know a policy Joe Biden have. Y'all don't know a policy Donald Trump have. Y'all know Donald Trump made the young people upset because <laughs> he told my truth. Truth might be right. Truth might be wrong. At the end of the day, we'll find out if it's good or bad twenty years from now. It'd be horrible. I'm just really hoping for like a mixtape. That Trump comes out with where he's like doing like a DVD commentary of everything he's done through his career. Hey, remember that time you made fun of the person that was slow in the crowd? Remember when he did that? Yeah, I remember. It was it was hilarious. Guess what? Again, people laughed at that. Yeah, back in back in the day, if you talk about back what's funny, day. people. By the way, y'all talk about Trump doing that, bro. In the nineties, a lot of comedians did that. <laughs> Go look at the man. So to, to protect that point too, we didn't have the resources for slow people and they kept on making, so people that were slow in the hood, like we just kept on trying to make it seem like everything was cool and try and interject them into stuff and do stuff. Like I know that 100% cause I, I, I was there and I've watched it for several slow people in my family. Like, and, and it was a hundred percent always, we just trying to make it as, just, just, just trying to integrate them as much as much as we can, you know. But what you call that? No, but you saying you didn't know about no better, right? Guess what? I ain't gonna say we didn't know no. I'm not saying we didn't have the resources to really help them. Like yeah, you know, we now, wasn't thinking like these are people we need to help. They're at a real disadvantage. Yeah. Like they don't have the same things that yeah. we have. But like, but like, 2021, what, they got worse than us. 2021, do you have it now? Do you have more of it at least? As, well, as far as like how to. How yeah. to deal with slow people? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, actually, I think even saying calling people slow is like kind of that's wrong. I think yeah. so. I mean, 
I'm at the point now where it's I don't have a joke for anybody that 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 has mental retardation. I don't even know if I'm allowed to even say the R word. Actually, I, I just know this: people that are at mental disadvantages and, and or have disabilities of any kind, it, it's it's just it's nothing to laugh about. It's it nothing is. to laugh about. And I don't have any. I don't have a joke. I actually feel bad because I think about how bad sometimes life is. Uh, for me, as a fully body, fully able person, and I'm yeah. like, man, what's it like for them? And I, and yeah. I think about and I, and most people that are in those situations are often smiling because they are making the best out of out of their situation. Now, I don't want to say a bad situation because that could be taken wrong. Here we go, cancel culture. I'm just saying they're making the best out of their situation. But that's again, I said it's evolution because a lot of stuff you didn't know back in the '90s when we were little, you know a lot more now, right? Yep, absolutely. So that's evolution. Now you know better. You do better. Now you got boundaries and we live in them. And it's it's cool. And like I said, you don't have to just bow down to it. Okay, I see what you're saying. We understand what they are. We won't do that. Okay, but taking this away or this, okay, modify it. Okay. Instead of just blindly fighting for what we did in the nineties, when even though we figure out it's wrong, or blatantly just agreeing whatever society tell us, no. Today, no. We was wrong in the nineties. We could be very much wrong now. Yeah, yeah. So figure yeah. it out. It's stuff I'm yeah. telling you. Y'all hate a lot of people. A lot of y'all hate y'all parents. But guess what? Your kids gonna hate you too for a different reason. It is what it is. Oh, you know, like I'm, think, I'm thinking about it now. Like I'm fighting. So, like going back to the OnlyFans part of it. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about that. I'm like, you know, back in my day, we didn't want a girl that was with a whole bunch of people. And honestly, that was one of the biggest turning points in my life is is meeting someone that was being with a whole bunch of people and liking them. Just, <laughs> and I was like, what is? Wait, Chelsea, he learned some tricks. I learned no tricks. I was just like. <laughs> I just thought that was all for me now. And that doesn't work like that. It's it's just he experience. He got he got the experience, but the XP went up. No, no, man. Don't even get me to thinking about that awful, awful piece of art that y'all call an anime. I don't even want to talk about that. Redo the healer for all those people that want to have nightmares tonight. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's bro. one way to get experience points. Yeah, but like I said, honestly. Everything is, we still figuring it out. Because the society is just, we in the birth of this change of society. And like I said, 20 years from now, it could be horrible or it could be great. Just blindly following society, no matter what it is, it's terrible. But also, just fighting it just to keep it back the way it was is also silly. So, yeah. in the words of Cat Williams, if you find out something hurting somebody, why would you keep doing it? And so, and it says the master. Anybody that want to get it can get it. I'm the crypt keeper, and, I, and, and we don't have tales from the crypt anymore. So, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that's gone. And personally, I do think, for the most part, comedy suffered. But I still see, I find Andrew Schultz funny. He doesn't, he doesn't abide by society, but at the same time, he does do a little offensive thing. But he, I have never heard him just attack certain groups but at the same time he find his way you don't have to be completely unfunny 
in the words to just, oh my God, I can't say anything, but you don't have to say outrageous things to get a rep. It's that shock factor comedy that they might do in shock, but people. And I get it. Older comedians like Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy said they can't do shows no more. You probably can't. Your style yeah. wouldn't work right now. So, and that's, I heard Seinfeld say he can't do college campuses. That just means you can't. You say it's unfair. Why is it unfair? That's not what they want to hear. That's business one-on-one. If people don't want to hear your jokes. Why could they make them children pay to get into that stuff? Yeah. They go, take, go to the school. You know what I'm saying? They get like maybe a discount yeah, but, or something. I guess 25 or something. But that's business one-on-one. If people yeah. don't want your product, you probably shouldn't do it in place of the product. Go to mid middle of Oklahoma and talk to them 50 year old. They'll love it. Make yeah, your money, yeah. make your bread. Y'all can spend all day at the diner <laughs> over a cup of coffee and some waffles. Y'all can spend all day down there. You know what I'm saying? Go there, find your all you, you want to. Yeah, man. But the world changing, that's how it always going to be. And might be, like I said, it might be horrible. Yeah, it might be. Or it might be great. Don't blindly follow society. Don't blindly follow back. It's always a gray area in most things in life. It's a reason why. It's usually a reason why somebody did something crazy. We don't consider it because they did something bad. Maybe it's the way they were raised. The man that cheated a lot was had a 28-year-old Mom's friend used to sleep with them when they were 14. So now they think that's the way you do it. So now you got a male, what you call them, F boys. So now you created that. That's the reason he is. That's the way he was raised. That's the environment he was in. That's who he is. Life, that's how life goes. Is it right? No. Is it wrong? Yes. But. You know, for black folk, they call us F boys, and then for, um, for, for the light skin variety, they call them Chads. Life funny. But yeah, that's ultimately all we want to say about cancel culture. I hope I agree with Cat Williams in a lot of ways about that. But at the same time, we went over the problems and everything. We had a, a great discussion. No, I, I think it's one that needed to be had because we are all moving into a city. We're all moving on. Uh, we had, we, you yourself, my, me, myself, we had our grandparents and they were a big part of our life, right? And, and, and then we had, we got our parents. And our parents are, you know, they, they were a, a part of our lives and, and you know, in, in some some form or another. And we influenced by that. But also we influenced by we got these four to eight people that influence us, how they influenced us at, to where we are right here today. And then it's a whole world out there that's trying to influence us another way. And you have to figure out a way to do it yourself. And I say the only way to do that is stop being tugged by here and come right here in the center. And that's where your answer is at. I just hope it's not racism. <laughs> I hope at some point it's not racism. Yeah, don't, like, don't. Your center should not be. Yeah, I'm not going to be blaming the racist no more. I'm going to come and be a little casual. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think they just terrible. Yeah. They, just they ain't bad. bad. They just yeah. annoy me. They lazy and don't want to work, even though they, we, they told us that they built this country and they ain't doing it no more. I never picked cotton in all day of my life. You ain't never picked cotton. My granddaddy did. 
Hey man, shout, hey, shout out to all the women that make more than men. I did it crazy. Shout out to all the women that make more money than men. All right. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. Yeah, do y'all thing. Nah, nah. Hey, bet, bet, bet. Say less. Say less. Say less. Challenge on. Challenge on. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I, I see gender roles. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is changing because gender roles have 100% changed. Um, especially in the black community. I mean, you know, brothers get locked up. Mama ain't got nothing to do but get that, get that, get that family together. You know, it, it's all types of. It's a lot of stuff we could have got into, but I, I just want to, I just want y'all to think about, think about it, and and take this knowledge what y'all gained from this episode. Take that knowledge and use it to guide you into this new, this new world that we're moving into. And your truth might not be somebody else's truth. Your truth might hurt somebody else's truth. So be aware of every and be aware of multiple truths. And just know that that everybody that's listening to this today, <laughs> you're gonna be dead at 30, 40. <laughs> hey, this is true. <laughs> keep that keep that in mind. As long as you know that you're gonna be dead in 30, 40. Just 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 just, just you know. <laughs> just know. It's alright. <laughs> Make the most of the time you got here because of 30, 40. Done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you guys stay us before we get up out of here today, man. We are halftime of the Brooklyn uh, versus Milwaukee don't, don't game. It sounds that. like we all going to sleep. Well, we got, you, got one, you got one after this and hopefully be good. But well, get, get y'all nap in now so you can watch the late one. <laughs> yo, let's be honest. Anything else, though, my brother? You know how we do. I'm manifesting blessings to all. I want every one of you to go out there and live your truth, get your goals, your dreams, write it on a board, make affirmations every day, say, I'm gonna be the best at whatever this, 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 this is. And guess what? I'm gonna keep stopping. And Unico, if we keep stopping, what's gonna happen? You'll be the very best that no one ever was. Something amazing to happen. Yo, Ash Ketchum won. <laughs> Yo, Ash Ketchum won after 35 years of Pokemon, so he finally won a championship. Peace. <laughs> hey, man. Peace. Hey, man. Hey, man. Peace. <laughs> All right, bye.